استغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به وارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما لم عباد الله ان احسن الكلام كلام الله تبارك وتعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم ما بعد عباد الله ما ديب brothers and sisters as we begin the month of rajab we're coming much closer to shaaban and then the month of ramadan and as you know in ramadan everybody start anticipating right now a revival to their spiritual beings we're looking back again to what we have done throughout the year it's a time for auditing really and the one thing that concerns us the most really is our have we have we have reconciled have we reconciled our sins and and our duties to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make sure we're always on surplus have we reconciled with people making sure that we are alhamdulillah in good terms with everybody that is around us that's something always in the mind of people as ramadan begins slowly and gradually towards the end of ramadan everybody tries to catch up on the last minute before it's over because we know as human beings allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah azza wa jalla had created this system all of it and made it based on justice made it based on justice and we know as human beings living that life of injustice is problematic and we always try to reflect on our own actions on ourselves our own lives and realizing unfortunately we fall short a lot on performing that brothers and sisters when it comes to being fair and being just it is definitely one of the thing that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in this in this world in this creation so that we treat each other with justice it's a, for us ramadan is self auditing it's a personal justice right now moment for ourselves and we need to make sure that we do it right as well however no matter how much we try to be just no matter how much we try to be just as human beings we are prone to injustice and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the quran about us human beings that we've been created zalum and jahula we do things unfortunately we so much we create so much injustice and most of it out of ignorance out of ignorance we think we know but unfortunately we don't and it's because of that we we always act with people based on assumptions So Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala he made us by design to be prone to justice or injustice. Here we see that people can be unjust just for the sake of oppression. Subhanallah this is it. They're just the oppression becomes a habit for them. They enjoy they enjoy looking down upon people, they enjoy oppressing people and abuse others. It's just a moment of enjoyment for them and this culture unfortunately promote that today. How many people you see enjoying videos online when they have other people living their miseries whether they've been beating or you know falling or whatever on video it's for laugh now does we don't show empathy unfortunately as a result of that how many people do that maybe on purpose they oppress others just on purpose for the sweet for the sweet revenge that they have in their heart against someone and sometimes we do it accidentally we being unfair but accidentally i don't mean it Sometimes we don't even know that we're being unfair or being unjust but we just we think that we are but we acting as if we are 
Sometimes we're doing that because of su'ud dhan, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns in the Quran. He warns the believer subhanahu wa ta'ala, inna ba'da dhanni ithm. Be careful. Most of that assumption could be actually a sin because you might be acting upon that assumption and it's absolutely wrong. It causes a lot of injustice to other people. No matter how much we try to be fair and just, usually as human beings, we are going to fall short a little bit here and there. And um, subhanAllah, if we have been fair with everybody else, then we're going to go short on being fair with ourselves, committing sins, making some hidden mistakes here and there that displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in itself is also injustice. And the greatest injustice is really when you be unfair to your Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala who is sending all these blessings down upon you. And instead of sending shukr and dhikr to Allah azza wa jal, we send the opposite. That was one of the greatest injustices that you actually practice in our life. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has many, many beautiful names and attributes. But there is no name for Allah Azza wa Jal, Adil, the just one. There is no such thing. But the beautiful name and attribute of Allah subhanahu is called Al-Adil, which means what? Justice itself. And that is so significant. Because when you say he is Adil, you talk about him being just based on circumstances. So sometimes he might not be just. But when you say he is Adil, his justice itself, it's embedded in him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why is that? Because he's al-alim al-khabir, the all-knowing, the most knowledgeable, the all-wise. And if you know that he is subhanahu wa ta'ala, none of his action will be a reflection of injustice at all. Which means one of the most important, valuable assets and attributes of being fair, being just, and practice justice is to have the knowledge. Is to have that wisdom. You might have the knowledge, but you don't have the wisdom. Don't act upon it. Al-Alim Al-Khabir. That's why he is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He himself is Adil. He is just. So, when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his actions are all just subhanahu wa ta'ala. To us human beings, you might see things otherwise. But if you know who Allah azza wa jal is, you know that there's always a hikmah and wisdom behind every single action. And that justice is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And justice of Allah azza wa jal goes and transcends beyond this world. As human beings, we always think of justice basically in this world. And we think of it that is not being pursued here or done here. This is it. We lost. But there's no loss with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, my dear brothers and sisters. As we see today in the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, bringing for the first time a country such as Israel against the genocide to the Palestinians in Gaza, everybody's now watching what the world is going to do about this. How fair, how fair the assessment is going to be. How just the world is going to be. And truly, we realize that we're dealing with human beings. And we are going to be dealing with whom, Jama'ah? With people who are prone to be fair or unfair, just or un unjust. So if you expect the absolute justice from human, human kind of justice, where is it coming from anyway? For justice, for justice to be supreme, it has to be based on principles that beyond anyone's objection. And if it's going to be based on mine or yours or specific culture or, or country or specific rules, then how can we guarantee that there will be an absolute justice there? But when you subject yourself to the supreme justice of the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is where the absolute justice comes in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alimul khabir. I just want to mention this because I don't want many people, as we start watching the news, 
We expect, mashallah, miracles to happen. How can you do this? When you realize with the latest scandal that came out in the Epstein's list that shows you people of all kinds of levels of intellect, politicians, thinkers, wise people, people of law, everybody, unfortunately, is taking advantage of the loopholes in that system, take advantage of the weak people and the vulnerable ones. How can you expect justice from these people? Their moral code is bankrupt completely. And you can never really expect that absolute supreme justice would come from them. They think they know, but they don't. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Doesn't he know best? Because he's the one who created. He's the wise. He's the more subtle subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's his supreme knowledge that makes that his actions just and justice. Brothers and sisters, when it comes to people oppressing one another, Make sure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not let this go to waste. No matter how much injustice we see in this world, and sometimes we cry our eyes for it. We don't see justice happening maybe in our lifetime. We might not see that at all. That doesn't mean that they're going to go away. If they escape the justice in this world, they're not going to escape the justice in the courts of heaven. And with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is absolutely no escape. Allah azza wa is warning us. He said, وَكُلُّ صَغِيرٍ وَكَبِيرٍ مُسْتَطَرٍ Everything that is minor or major, it's already written, documented. What does that mean? Nothing goes to waste. You are going to be answering to all these things. So I need to make sure that my stance before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be to my advantage. People here in the court of law, they can cheat, they can lie, they can bribe, they can threaten, they can do tons of things. They can do tons of these things and get away with it. But with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Who's going to do this? When Allah Azza wa Jal, He said, we're going to bring you witnesses against you from your own senses. Your hands will testify against you. Your eyes will testify against you. So no escape of the justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, the whole uh, escape of justice, or at least we say abuse of power, and try to create an alternative, parallel form of justice in this world, besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is not new. It's been practiced by people of power for generations from the past. As a matter of fact, from the very beginning of time with the children of Adam. When both of them offered offering to their Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of them was generous with it. The other one was kind of like trying to compromise it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted from one of them and rejected the other one's offering. That one who was rejected, instead of his going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ask you know, for redemption, he went to his brother. He goes, you won against me, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> How dare you do this? So for him, that was injustice. That was unfair. Why? Because this crude mind thought that this is actually, is, is not right. I did, I did everything like he did. But his brother said, Allah accepts only from the righteous. That is one of the principles of the court, of the heavenly court. It's based on justice, it's based on taqwa. It is based on righteousness. The rule of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is about righteousness. You create righteousness in the world. That's the purpose of the law. But who now defines what is righteous and what is not? That's where the problem is today, between the, the Muslim traditional values and the liberal values that we see in our time. So some of the other examples that we see from uh, the very beginning as well, from the time of Musa salam and the Fir'aun. The time of the Fir'aun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
He's telling the story. Mu'minu Ali Fir'aun, the man who was a, the only believer in the whole tribe and the family of Fir'aun. He came to his people, he tried to warn them, he tried to invite them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qala ya qawm, he says, my people, listen. He said, listen to me. Perhaps today you have the dominion of the earth. You have the sovereignty on the earth. You are so powerful today. You are so powerful. You have the sovereignty of the, of the world. You can control everything. But what about tomorrow? What about if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing to change that? and brings his punishment against us because of our injustice. What are you going to do about this? He's telling his, he's warning his people. Like go back to be just, go back to be fair. Establish the rule of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as you should be. What was their answer? Fir'aun immediately he interrupted. The supreme leader of the land back then. What did he say to them? قَالَ مَا أُرِيكُمْ إِلَّا مَا أَرَى وَمَا أَهْدِيكُمْ إِلَّا سَبِيلَ الرَّشَادِ He goes, listen to me. Whatever I see right, you see right. I will guide you to that which is righteous. Sounds familiar, Jama? Sounds familiar in every single time and every single generation of humanity. When people of power take over, what do they want to do? They want to dominate the people's views of the world. The people's way of thinking, how you should live your life, and how, what is righteous and what is not. It's exactly the same thing from the time of the Pharaoh. The same thing happened as well too. When he told his people in public, he said, Don't I own Egypt? And the rivers are flowing from underneath my feet. What is he trying to tell his people? Because I have the power, I have the right to dictate whatever I want. And Allah in the Quran, he says, Rule belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The supreme, absolute rule of justice belongs to Allah azza wa jal. Not to the people. Here, we've seen also as Samiri, one of the leaders of Bani, uh, the tribal leader of, of Bani Israel. When Musa السلام, took a break to meet his Lord, to receive the tablets and to receive the commandments from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this tribal leader, he goes to the people and he's just kind of like, I don't know, go back again to old ways. He lost his power when Musa came in. He lost his power. He lost the advantage. So he was trying to salvage whatever he had still in his hand, power over the people. So what does he do? He goes and he says, and he goes and he creates a calf, golden calf for them. And then he tells the people, look, this is the God of Musa. This is the God of Musa, but he just forgot about him. He's going to come back, he's going to endorse this, he's going to validate that. And it was fancy, beautiful, golden thing. So the people looked at it, and because they have also in their heart that seed of hypocrisy, the love for deviation, the love for escaping you know, the, 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 the structured life of religious, righteous people, righteous people, righteous life. They say, you know what? You're absolutely right. And they worship the calf with him. Even today, as you find people call for justice, and people call for that which is right, you'll always find intervention. People come from all over, people of power. They have a lot to lose. They have a lot to lose, so they're going to stand with injustice. And they're going to play with the words to make it sound righteous, and try to convince everybody else to follow that path. That happened before. And will continue to happen even today. Even at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. When the mushriks, they came to the Prophet ﷺ, they tried everything with him. And they tried to compromise. Because there's so much to lose. So they came to the Prophet, قالوا, Ya Muhammad, listen. 
How about we split the time? You, one day you worship your God, we worship your God, and the other day you worship your God. Or one year we worship your God, the next year we worship our God. How about that? Hey, let's make a fair deal over here. Why? Because the Prophet was looking for, they thought he was looking for worldly gain. And he thought he was like them. And he looks at them just like surprise. But Allah gave him the answer. Like, what's wrong with you people? I'm not going to worship what you worship. And I know that you're not going to worship what I worship. I have my faith, you have yours. And that's exactly what happens nowadays. People say, hey, well, let's compromise. Let's come to this level of, of law. How can we reach out to settlement over here in this matter? But if it's not, again, principled on, with, on righteousness that's coming from the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala, what's the meaning of that? Brothers and sisters, there are so many people out there who claim they're going to bring justice to the world. But without having that supreme justice coming from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and following the words of Allah, azza wa jal, you'll find a lot of flaws here and there. And many, many people, because they have so much to lose, power, wealth, money, they have power to lose, lose pleasure, whatever that is. That's why they actually stand against it. They know what Islam is going to bring to the world. It's going to bring khair. Allah is going to bring justice. But on the account of them losing a lot of the, what you call them, privilege. And most of them, subhanAllah, embedded in the fitna, the scandal that just came out in that list. Shows you exactly what these people are after. And that's why they don't want this Islamic justice to come in here. Or at least the righteous principle of justice to be sovereign in this world. So in this case, it's very important for us to understand why people would defy justice. As a matter of fact, even Waraq ibn Nawfal, when the Prophet ﷺ received the first revelation, Iqra, Waraqa came to, he came to Waraqa, and he, he explained to him what he, what he received. And Waraqa told the Prophet ﷺ, even though he was not a Muslim yet, that's the first thing. He wasn't even called to, to, to preach yet. He said, ما جاء أحد بمثل ما جئت به لا عودي. He said, listen, be prepared. No one ever brought to the world a message like yours, but gained their hostility. They're going to show enmity against him. And that's why. Why is that? Because they have so much to lose. So much of the earthly gain to lose because they have to be fair and to have to be just. That is why it's so important for us to implement that justice in our lives, in our hearts, in our lives first. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka anabina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam wa tasliman kathiratum ma ma ba'd Brothers and sisters, we're still human beings. I'm not saying we're going to be perfect as we try to implement justice and be perfect in that matter. No. But at least we die trying. At least we, can, we live our life trying to make that justice. Even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is commanding us even when you deal with those who are against you, those who are enemies to you, you have to be fair with them. You have to be fair. And fairness and justice transcends above religion, which means not because they're non-Muslims or that you're not going to be fair and just. No, justice with everybody. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that in the Quran clearly. Ya ladina amanu kunu qawamina ala anfusikum. That you need to be fair and stand for justice for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if it was against your own self, your own loved ones, your own families. You have to stand for justice. And he says, Ya ladina amanu kunu We stand for justice for the sake of Allah Azza wa Jal. Don't leave the hatred, the animosity you have against people to be unfair to them. 
Be just, that is more righteous for you. In the story of Abdullah ibn Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala warda, the Prophet sent him to a place in order for him to make some calculation for the people to give their, their uh, uh, to pay their dues. So they tried to bribe him. They tried to bribe him. He said, it, of course, he was so upset with that. But then he told him, he goes, listen to me, don't worry about it. Like, listen, I came to from the one I love the most, Rasulullah to people I hate the most. He goes, but be, don't worry about it. My love for him and my hate for you is not going to make me be unfair or unjust to you. I will still rule between you with justice. That is righteous one. And you have to start this, you know, from yourself first. And then you expect that to happen around us. But if we are not just ourselves, how can we expect that from outside world? Allahumma alimna ma yinfa'na wa anfa'mana bima alamtana inna kanta al-alimul hakim Allahumma ati nufusana taqwaha wa zakkiha anta khayru man zakkaha anta waliyuha maulaha ibadallah inna Allah malaikata salluna ala nabi ya ayya aladhina amunu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli wa sallimu barak ala nabiyina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in warda Allahumma ala khulafaa al-rashidina bibakir wa umara wa athmana wa alihi wa ansar al-sahabat ajma'in wa man tabi'um bi ihsala yawm al-deen wa aqam al-salam